BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we could keep in touch. Like they did in the old days, it wasn't so long ago. Oh, and I wish you well. Oh, sign your pen, pals. So that was Dan saying it this time. A lot of people don't. Just so you know, Patrick Keenan uh, of the Winter Sounds. Right. Gave us that, uh, made that specifically for this show, and a uh, little surprise, Dan is the mm-hmm. one who sang it this week. Yep, I did a cover of it. Sounded yeah. good, right? It sounded identical to Patrick, which makes me wonder why even cover it, if it I sounds like identical. I put my own spin on the end. I don't know. On the end, when I was like, uh... I don't... It seems like a Vanilla Ice kind of queen kind of thing. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Totally different song. I love that that was his argument. <laughs> it, re- it really was. And he that wasn't just his argument. I think he was convinced. Like, that's a different song. Yeah. 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 And I was such an ice head back then that I was you were like, an ice head? he's right. It's different. <laughs> Do you know uh, a second Vanilla Ice song? Yes. Um... Right? No. I know either. <laughs> Didn't he try new metal for a while? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I yeah. feel like in around like 99, 2001. He tried to do a little new metal. There was a renaissance of. Yeah. He's yeah, done a really lot of reality was. shows. Mm hmm. And like home building shows. Yeah. What an interesting life. Anyway, well, welcome to uh, Pen, Pen Pals, Pals, where all we do is talk about vanilla ice. And this is the. Uh, we're deep into it now. We still don't know another song that he did. We've done zero research. I know. On Vanilla Ice. Somebody's going to write us a letter <laughs> with that information, I guarantee it. Th- and you know what? Thank you. Thank you for that. Anyone wants to write a Vanilla Ice letter, let us know uh, what was your what was your favorite moment about the Vanilla Ice period. Rory, I would like to the tell you in front of our pen pals, it's great to be back in the studio with you. That's right. We should let people know, because of both of our schedules, we bank these episodes up. We try, We get out way in front of them. It's probably been what? four or five weeks since it's been we a while we record as many as we can in one sitting because we never want you guys to go without yeah. hearing from your pen pals and that's so that we can keep the episodes coming out weekly and the reason we're telling you this is because you we we get so many uh dms we get so many emails we get a lot of snail mail and it's so great we just don't want anyone to get discouraged uh, thinking that your letter has been passed up, there's just a chance that we haven't gotten to it. Now, yes, some we're not going to... At the end of the day, we won't have read every single letter Actually, that we get. I bet we... Well, you're right. It, it could get out of control. It could so get out of control. So far, we've, done, we've read them all. Yeah. But we 
We read all of them. Right. But I mean the ones that will actually oh, show up on the show. Air, on air read. Yeah. Like, it's, and because we do two an episode, it's it's tough to get to everybody. But we just want you not to get discouraged because there's a chance we we might get to it. And also to help facilitate getting to even more letters mm-hmm. in a new format in a different way, Dan has come up with a fantastic <laughs> idea that well, he wants to introduce to you now. I want to hear what you guys think because we want to get to more of these letters, um, but obviously that all takes like a lot more energy and, and more time and a bigger commitment. So uh, we're contemplating an idea of, of doing some more of those things. It might be in the form of a mini episode. It might also be in the form of something similar to like a drip campaign or a Patreon where we would uh, kind of have just a very small uh, incentive-based way for you guys to get more of the show and more of the things. And those might include things like uh, following up with somebody who wrote us a letter, yeah, contacting t- them directly, or get, we get follow-up letters and going back into those. So it would be uh, some added uh, work, which we'd love to do, but we want to make sure that it's something that we can get out to you guys. So let us know what you think about that. We'd love the opportunity to get into more letters and get to more of you and, and have a, more pen pals. A great way to let us know if you're into that idea. Don't be afraid to go to iTunes when you get an episode. Don't be afraid to uh, rate the episode. Right. And don't be afraid to leave a review. And also, if in that review, you want to make that review uh, a version of a, a letter that you're clearly willing to be an open letter mm-hmm. to send us, that's something we might include on the Patreon. But also, uh, if that was the route we went, but also put in that review if uh, if that's something you might be interested in. If enough people are interested, then uh, we'll we'll do these episodes. Because sometimes someone writes us about an episode that they listen to right. because they have insight. And we we get some great uh, feedback that we'd love to go back into, but you know, we need to have a place for that because right now the episodes, we want to just keep rolling out new letters. Yeah. I this agree. is the most, this is, and also this is the most boring five and a half minutes you'll ever hear of pen pals is us Ooh, doing logistical bar work. that I don't, I'm, we might fall no, under. We're never going to talk about logistical stuff again because what I, if we have to, we won't, then we'll skip it. We'll but skip it. That Daniel. Would mean, we wouldn't have to, if we skipped it, I'm saying, what if we have to, well, then we'll skip it. <laughs> we'll do just an episode of logistical pen pal stuff. Yes, exactly. Do you want to do a letter today? A a letter? Or two? Let's do two today. Who's going first? I have no idea. Um, I'll go first. You want I don't to? mind hitting it first. Do it. Um, all right, here we go. Let's go to the letters. Let's go. All right, here we go. This one is actually uh, oh, big update too. We've we've avoided we haven't avoided. We just no. haven't gotten to snail mail. I think part of it was us being so far out in front. Yeah, it took a while for the snail mail to catch up to so us. So this this episode's going to be some snail mail, yeah. and uh, I think uh, the next next two or three is going to be <laughs> yeah. some snail mail uh, for sure. And uh, we want to reward people that took the time. And you guys send us great stuff. I feel bad that we don't we don't get to it. And we finally got some stuff that we're. Uh, we cleared out our stuff, and we, we got into the snail mail, and this is what we came up with. Here we go. Hey, pen pals! You sure that's the way they wrote it? Mm, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. This is a if really you, good If you had to do tone based <laughs> off handwriting and right. how it's written, like, uh, like uh, capitals or ink or whatever, how would you think it's read? All right, here we go. Okay. Hey, pen pals. Ooh, I, I like hope you're that. having a great summer. I'm writing because I'd love your advice on my eating strategy. So when I'm eating a plate of something, okay, so when I'm eating a plate of something, mm-hmm. I like to save my favorite part for the last bite. That way I end on a bang, right? But the thing is, I usually get too full before I get to the last bite. So I either have to give it to someone else or throw it away. How do I solve this problem? Do I eat my favorite part first so that everything after is slightly less enjoyable? Do I give up on this dream? Can I somehow figure out when exactly in a meal I'm going to get full? And this part I don't understand. Oh, was college really supposed to be the best four years of my life? Okay, thanks. Your pen pal, Katie. Hi, Katie. Hey, Katie. That's a cool, that's a postcard. That's a postcard Katie sent. Is that a couple of pugs? On the front. So that's a couple of pugs being held by uh, someone's aunt. (laughs) 
And the, <laughs> That's uh, a good call. The stamp is a, it's flan, which I love. Do you say flan or do you say flan? The dessert? On the next, Pen Pals. No, no, no. Let's do it in this one. Oh, okay. In the dessert? Yeah. Do you say flan or do you say flan? Uh, it's flan. flan, right? It probably is. Flan. You say flan. Flan. Yeah. Yeah, flan. I'm going to start now saying Now you're flan. making me wonder. I'm going to start saying flan. Flan feels very Midwest. Flan Strong feels a. wrong. If flan feels like someone who, uh, like you say flan if you don't know, yeah, and you also say flan if you do know, and you're just like, and you know, like when an ignorant person, mm-hmm. like when someone's like, oh, look at these Italians, like they know yeah, that that right. you don't say idly, right. Right. They know it's not Italians, right. but, they but they do it because they're like, you. look at me, I say Italian. Like, it's yeah. the weirdest brag of like, hey, in case you were wondering if you'd have to talk from to me for a long time right. to find out if I'm dumb, <laughs> right. I'm going to tell you instantly. We're going to shorthand this yeah. for you. Let me just shorthand it. Let I'm get, stupid. Let me get some of that there flan. Yeah. And you're like, you, the way you even structured that sentence. Flan. Yeah. Flan also doesn't sound fun. Last time I had flan. It's little bits of flannel and we put it in meat sauce. Mm-mm. That might be good. I, I had <laughs> flan last weekend in oh. Big Bear, California. You had some flan? It was a Mexican restaurant and they brought out some flan for my birthday. And I was, I looked, I, I, I just said no. The singing, clapping. I'm like, I don't want this. And then you know what else I realized? Why? Why Why'd you say no? Just the whole scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, then you know what else I realized? What? Um, the thing I don't like about being brought a dessert on your birthday is now you have to eat it. Because what are you going to leave it? They gave it to you. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't really want any flame. Flame? <laughs> From this point on in my life, it's flan. Can I get some flan? Can I get some flan? You mean flan? Mm, no. I think you know what I mean. No, I don't like flan. And I want it brought out here with a birthday song and a sombrero. That's what I experienced. Yeah. Oh, I just said no. You do have to eat it. You, you do have to eat spot. it. Okay, do you want to dig into this? I want to do my usual style of working backwards. Ooh! You love a backwards work. I love it. You know, as I think I love the movie Memento. I really think mm, that's where it started okay. for You're me. You're the John G. of this podcast. That's right. Um, was college really supposed to be the best four years of Katie's life? No. I, one, I got to know where Katie went. Do you think, like, if if someone looked back and they go, you know what, no matter what, they're 80 years old, you're about to die. Sure. And someone goes, you know what? One of the best four years of my life, college. Mm-hmm. That's sad, right? Yep. That's, That's what really I'm saying. Sad. No, they're not supposed to be the best four years. Of but what they if college is really fun? That's what I'm saying. They could be, but they're not supposed to be. You know, Does what's that supposed mean you, to like be? if if college was the best four years of your life, I feel like you just mailed it in after that. College I, is fun, sure. But for that to be the best four years, I mean, you got to think about it. You're saying that's the best four years, and for, uh. Nine months out of each of those years, you were having to go to school. That's what I'm saying. You're a fucking nerd, dude. <laughs> you notice that you put you do a perfect lilt on your voice when you want. It's a. It's not you, but it's close. You're fucking nerd, dude. You're fucking nerd, dude. It's like a San Diego thing. Almost. I'm only able to do impressions of myself that are slightly off. They're good though. <laughs> They're dead on. <laughs> No, four years are not supposed to be the. They don't have. They're not supposed to be the best four years. They could be, yeah. But then I would feel kind of bad. Like you never found the love of your life. Maybe you did in college. I take that back. But let's say you didn't. Then you never found the love of your life. You, you didn't ever have kids. I'm not saying you have to, but if you did, that might end up being some of the best four years. So it doesn't have to be the best four years. I just don't see how it could be the best four years. I mean, that means what did you do after? Did you literally just dive right into? A job is your job awful? Like, what does that mean? Let's. Can I ask you a question? Maybe, if, maybe, maybe college is supposed to be the best four years because you can, you know, you can fuck off and still let me get ask by. You, if you had to right now group together the best four years of your life, and they have to be consecutive. Yeah, four consecutive years. Yeah. I can't be like I eighty-eight. The, I feel like we have the same answer. Same answer of the best four years. Uh huh. The best four years of my life have been the last four years of my life. Yeah, because it should always be getting better, right? I don't know. I'm just, honestly, the best four years of my life have been the last four years of my life. And they haven't all been great. But, yeah. But, and well, there hasn't been, you know, there's been some not great moments. 
I but, would say it's been the best, most successful I've been in my career. And then, uh, but you also, have a child. But also, that's what I mean. Like the past four years, you probably got a, married four years ago, five years ago. Yeah. So, w- isn't this probably the best four years of your life right now? You know, I don't really know because I went to this fucking awesome ass school in South Carolina, man, and you didn't have to go to class. Okay, so that's the thing. Is I was this, a good say? Impre- this is a good impression of someone. Yeah, that's not as good an impression of you. I'm going to be honest. Who is this, though? Who am I doing right now? I it's feel very like this East Coast. Keep going. Like, You're digging in. You can feel it. Is this someone from Dazed and Confused? Is this like one oh, of okay, the characters? Yeah. Is this somebody? Am I doing somebody right you now? You kind of sound like one of the people on Succession. That's the show? You're not watching it? Okay, so do you let's know what just it is? Katie say here. Hold on. Do you know what it is? <laughs> is it on HBO? Uh-huh. I do know of it. Yeah, I see the trailers over and over yeah. again. Yeah. People we both like and know made it. Will oh. Ferrell and Adam McKay. I haven't seen it. Watch it. It's really good. Okay. You can't make me. Okay. Well, might be the best four years of your life, but whatever. All right. Um, you know what the best four years of my life was? Netflix, when that came out. <laughs> now, okay, Katie, this college is, a, is great, right? Because you're, you're playing sports. You are specifically. Look, here's the deal. If, if there's people listening and you want to go, look, college really was the best four years of my life, I want to tell you this. I don't want to take that away from you. Great. You probably had a better college experience than I did. And my I had a very good one. I had sure. a lot of fun. But I do what I want you to do is I want you to swallow it down. I want you to focus on the next four years. I want you to go, you know what? If someone asks me this question in four years, I'm going to have the same answer as Mr. Daniel Vaniel Canyon. <laughs> and you. You're, I'm not wrong. I know, but I'm I not just, even going no, to acknowledge the, that I you wish did God that. that was your real name. <laughs> Daniel Vaniel Canyon. If my name was Daniel Vaniel Canyon and my parents named me Daniel with my name already being Vaniel Canyon, Daniel Canyon, they hate me. Or, been... or they love you so much. <laughs> Daniel Vaniel Canyon. That'd be being your name like naming your daughter like Morville Scoville. No, Moville Scoville. Yeah, that'd be weird. But Daniel is a name. Moville. Is not a name. Okay, fair enough. Sorry if anyone out there listening's name is Mobile. Vaniel All right, let's get Canyon. back to Katie. We're getting off yeah. topic here. <laughs> now we're getting off topic. We just talked about succession. Um, <laughs> um, I think this is a very relatable question. Which one? The backwards the, one? The, no, the uh, top. That what do you do with your food? Um, first off, Katie, out of the gate, my gut instinct to fix this issue is uh, portions, right? Because if you're getting so full off the side, let, let's right. say, let's just say hypothetically that the meal tonight is steak mm-hmm. and broccoli, mm-hmm. mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. and like a side salad. Now, here's how I'm approaching that. I'm very excited about that steak. Right. I'm probably doing some steak, and I'm even mixing in a little mashed potato into that bite. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Right out of the gate, I'm getting broccoli out of the way. You're eating all the broccoli first? I'm eating all the broccoli first. Okay. I'm getting it out of the way. I don't have time for it. Do you normally eat like this? Yes. Okay. I'm going off of exactly how I would eat this meal. Gotcha. Okay. Broccoli or side salad, I'm getting out of the way. My side two salad, favorite always. my two favorite things are steak and mashed potatoes. Katie brings up a great point though, because now you are putting something in your stomach. You're not as excited about that steak. Maybe you don't even get through that steak. But do you really want to open with the steak? And now your closing number is a fucking side salad? Or broccoli but if you open, that hasn't earned you, the right? You're broccoli saying, has not earned the right to close that show. But wait, you're saying if you open with the steak, you got to go steak all the way until you get to the next thing? I don't know. I mean, so this is this is a question, too. Are we talking about bounce arounds? Are we doing bounce arounds? That's, yes, I'm a bounce arounder. All right, same meal. I go bite. Same meal, how are you doing it? First bite is steak. Here's why. What if because it's not cooked right? God, you're Then so you smart. find out. And Daniel Vaniel Canyon. You don't make this a thing. <laughs> and you then you've had the pun intended meat of the dinner, right? Yes. So you can then say to the person who made it or to yourself or to someone you're with, if you made it, Oh, this is a good dinner. Because there's nothing worse than somebody being like, How's that steak? And you haven't even tried it yet. Let me mix it up. Mac and cheese instead of broccoli. I'm still going steak first. Potatoes au gratin. Oh, well, then I'm definitely going steak first. You're still going to go steak first no matter what? Yeah, that's the main thing I What kind of steak? Oh, I don't know, like a bone-in filet? I had a steak in Atlanta 
and it was supposed to be a filet mignon, uh-huh. and I don't think they brought me a filet mignon. What do you mean? And I'm not educated you get a porterhouse? To, to fight that. I don't know what was I got. Was it huge? No. It wasn't what the was size it, of a, a four filet ounce mignon. filet? You it can get down to a four ounce. It wasn't a four ounce. It was like a steak, and I was just like, I don't think this is a filet mignon. And but in my head, anything? I was also like, they should know. You know, this what'd is you what eat first they to, do. What did you eat first in that meal? Uh, what was that meal? I definitely had some bites of steak right out of the gate. So you could. I DVK'd. Okay, now, <laughs> that stands for Daniel Vanio. Can you not Daniel Vanker? <laughs> so, but in her letter, too, she's worried about w- wasting, right? Well, she thinks, so this is why I went portions right away, because she's talking about being so full from the sides. Like, I'm saying hypothetically, her oh, favorite thing is the steak. she wants to end. So but she's like, I want to end bounce the steak. around and then... So that's what Katie's issue is here. Katie, I, the solution that I have to offer is bounce arounds yes. and smaller portions so that you don't allow yourself to get too full before you get to the thing you want to eat the most. Now, me... I totally understand her problem. And in my own situation of running into this problem, it's because I've eaten, like, I just crushed all those mashed potatoes. Right. And it was just too many. But if I would have had a proper serving size, maybe I wouldn't have had that issue. Now, I'm going to bring up something we've talked about previously, Mm -hmm. and that is when I reference the CFD, and I call that the Cheesecake Factory Dilemma. All right. Here's the Cheesecake Factory Dilemma. She says, what about wasting? And you're picturing her at home. Mm -hmm. I'm picturing her at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And she feels doesn't get bad. To de- she doesn't get to decide the portion. Right. Now this is interesting. Now this we're getting get into some the cheesecake factory dilemma because the cheesecake factory dilemma is they bring you please say CFD. Yep, they bring you too much food. That's right. And this happens a lot at restaurants. People yeah. are like, I feel bad. I'm not going to eat all this. And I always say that's on them. Yeah, they decide the portion they're going to give you. And then also the to go boxes are very wasteful. I don't even like to go. <laughs> or flane. I almost never to go. No flame, no to go. <laughs> I almost never to Daniel go. Daniel Daniel way. <laughs> Damn it, Rory. So I would say to her, if you're worried about portion size, ask sometimes if they do a smaller portion or a half portion. Let me throw this out there. But the bounce around Katie, is the way to go. Katie is not saying, uh, she's not talking about the portions. I'm only concluding that I think it's portions. But she's worried about wasting. Given the fact that she's having to waste. It's like, oh, if you're getting so full before you get to the main thing, you got to lessen the amount of the thing. And now, that, let's say let's she's at like Thanksgiving dinner and that's the situation. Right. Hard, hard to do portion control. But there you will go. Oh, I ate everything. Yeah. Yeah. No waste. And I got to close on my favorite thing. Because does she say there, you have the letter. I can't read it. Does she say there that she's... Worried that she'll eat all the broccoli, the side salad, the mashed potatoes, and then not be able to finish with the steak. This in the scenario that you and I have created here. Right, yeah. That she's she can't finish on her high note because she she's finish. too full on the other stuff. She can't finish on the high note because she's so full, and then she says she has to give that last bite away or uh, throw it away. And so, yeah, she's concerned about the... Uh, I think and she also says, you know, do I eat my favorite thing first, and then everything is slightly less enjoyable. Here's what's so interesting hmm. is that... And I take I fully understand. We are talking about <laughs> we are talking about the difference between oh I love a steak and oh I love mashed potatoes in a world where we're even grateful that we even have this. Hundred percent. Hundred. This is this is such a and also what's so weird is that I am certain this is a very relatable topic. That's why I was excited about this uh, yeah. postcard in general. Welcome to America, was like, where the poor people are fat. It's it's there is so much uh, there's so much food that we're able to sit here and be like, well, should I eat the mac and cheese <laughs> before the collard greens? I know, um, but I think uh, which the answer is yes. I think I would, but that's the thing too. I mean, that's what she's talking about. What is the order? You eat everything, and I think you just one. If you're at home and you're getting to decide this, you got to start making food that you like so that you're excited about everything. I think that's a healthy way to to eat. Be excited about everything that's on the plate. If you're at a restaurant. I don't really know what to tell you about portion control because you're at the mercy of the restaurant. But I so will don't, say so this. put that on them. I will say this to everyone out there. Start thinking about where your waste does go. Not mm. food waste. Don't think about food waste. Think about literal plastic waste and to-go boxes. And I'm guilty of it too. But every time I get a to-go box, I'm like, this is just more garbage and more waste. Whenever I see someone get a to-go 
cup of mm-hmm. like a macchiato, little mm-hmm. shot of espresso, and they get it in a to-go cup. It's like, what are you doing? Have I already talked about this? Maybe no. I've said this. No, you haven't talked about it. But I just wonder, like, what are you even thinking? Or when someone goes, yeah, I'm going to get that to-go, and then they sit in the restaurant and eat it. It's like you're literally creating waste tr- waste that you need to start thinking about where does that go and where does it end up. It's so important what to, if restaurants to think about that. What if gave you, like, a 5 or 10% discount for bringing your own container to I bet you some places home. in the world do that, and I think that's so smart. I think that's a smart thing to do. Yeah. I think it might be smart. I might start doing that. I might start bringing a little container to really? restaurants and just go, you know, we'll put it in here. I mean, Why that's not? you got to, at some point, you have to start cutting back right. on this waste. Anyways, Katie, I don't even know if we answered your question at all, but that's how me and Daniel live our lives. I think we said bounce around. I think bounce arounds. You got to get some bounce arounds. And when going. you can, control your portion, portion first. So that's the, if you're controlling the portion, get less than you think you want. Yep. Because you can always get more. Yeah. That's right. I mean, hopefully. And also, you got to think about moderation. If you're like, oh, but I love steak, so I'm going to go huge steak and tiny sides. Like, moderation. You eat too much steak, you're like, ah, now I'm halfway through the steak. I don't even care about steaks. Like Mitch Hedberg said about pancakes. Get halfway through pancakes, and you're like, fuck pancakes. (laughs) (laughs) It's not... That's not how he did the bit at all, but I think you get the point. This is a good impression. You are nailing these, though. Thank you. That's what I work on. let's end by saying, uh, no... College is not supposed to be. They're supposed to be great. Hopefully they're fun. They're formative. You learn about yourself and you have some fun independence that you just started your adult life with. Katie, I'll put these two questions together. You start figuring out how you can close on your favorite bite for the rest of your life. We're not even talking about the best four years of your life. We're talking about the best 40 years of your life. Amen. Peace out. All right. We'll be right back with one more letter. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girl Strip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Huh? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. <gasps> And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. Hello, pen pals. Hey. We're back. We're back. We love all of you guys for writing us letters and, uh... Joining on our little community, as we talked about at the top of the show, we're going to find new and uh, creative ways to do even more of that. Um, the we, demand said, is coming. As we said, we record these out of order. You and I, Rory, are recording these right before we go to Petaluma Comedy Festival. That's at least right. this, these uh, episodes today. That's right. Um, and when you hear I, this, what if we meet when you hear this, this, that will probably already happen. What if we meet? Are you excited to maybe meet Pam Pallers this weekend? Yes. I am too. Some Pallers. Guys, that's a real emotion. Penny Pallers. Two guys who don't often show that. I never show emotion. Okay, ready? Yes. Let's go to a letter. 
Dear Dan and Rory, let me also say, Rory, these are this snail mail came in three pieces. It's beautiful. I know one of them is like a, a is that my is that a sticker? It might be a sticker. That might be a sticker. It's a bottle sticker <clears throat> and a postcard and a card. And I love it. It's okay. a three of three. So you yep. go one, three, two, three, three, three. Oh, thank you. I almost did this out I know. Of order. You almost did it out of order. Dear Dan and Rory, I am so happy you are accepting snail mail because I have so much fun stationery to use. Also, I am sure my whole letter will not fit on this card because I have several questions for you under one topic umbrella. Before we go further, is that technically stationary? Is stationary anything you write on? Or is stationary a yeah, thing? Yeah, this is not stationary. I don't but be... but is stationary just anything you write on? Um, mm, that's a good question. I thought stationary was paper that had your information already printed on it. Is that what makes it stationary, yeah. or does anything you write on? I think it is because your information. Anything you write no. on is stationary. I'm Noah's giving me the nod I'm from not first. Looking over our at first Noah? base coach Noah mm-hmm. is uh, giving me the no go I, ahead. You can me the me go to ahead bunt. to take second. I'm not bunting. I do not care. <laughs> bunt, bunt and get nope. me to second. Nope. Daniel Daniel Daniel. No. Don't you do that. Hashtag Don't. Jared, Jared loved it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, stationary, in my opinion, I'm going to guess and not look this up. We're going to have a 1990s argument. Do you want me to look it up? No. I have I have the computer right here. Don't. I can look it up. Stationary. Yep, go ahead. It's called it stationary up. because your information is permanently on it. It's stationary. It stays right there. That's not, that's not okay that you think that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and you're going to ruin it now by getting on the web like Sandra Bullock. Uh, I'm not on the internet. Oh, yeah, I am. No, you're not. Come on. Why ruin this? All right. Do you want me to keep reading? Keep, keep reading. I'll catch up Why would you. I keep reading this letter while you're browsing? Oh, God damn it. It's like whenever you're on the phone with somebody and they go, mm-hmm, and you're like, what are you doing? Because you're not talking to me. You just said, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real thing. I can't get on the Wi-Fi. Oh, that's too bad. Okay. Station. So, good. I like that. I like that I couldn't get on. I know. Now we have to just live in this argument. Good thing I, we have pen pals who will write us their opinion. Folks, when you hear this, go ahead and go to iTunes and write in your review. We're going to tally the votes. Write if you think stationary is anything that you write on or write that you think it is what Daniel says it is, which is wrong. You know what? Maybe also we'll create a Twitter poll on our pen, Twitter poll, pen pals Twitter pod. poll and iTunes reviews. At the pen pals pod. Yep. Here we go. Dear Dan and Roy, I'm going to start over. I'm so happy you're accepting snail mail because I have so much fun stationery. That's not true. To use. Also, I am sure my whole letter will not fit in this card because I have several questions for you under one topic, umbrella. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Second. That's one part. Second part. This is very difficult for me to talk about because it is humiliating and makes me so uncomfortable to even think about that I am internally squirming and screaming as I write this. So here goes. Eek. I can already say thanks for writing it then. I am 37 years old, identifying as cis female, straight, and I am a virgin. Not just that, I have never been on a date. I have never kissed anyone. No one has ever asked me out or asked me to dance or responded positively to my romantic overtures. I don't know why. Recently, I have started seeing a a sex relationship therapist, and she says, I am not an anomaly. The older I get, the more worried I am that my complete lack of romantic and sexual experience would be such a huge red flag to any typical guy that he would run away as soon and as fast as he could. My therapist says that most guys would actually be relieved and maybe even, quote, enjoy the conquest of something like that. You guys could help me out some you guys could help me get some perspective by sharing what you would think slash feel if a person you are romantically interested in revealed this info to you. Is a complete and total lack of romantic slash sexual history a turnoff? A significant concern? A game changer? Game over? A fun challenge? Lame? Am I a freak? What red flags does it raise in your <clears throat> minds? How do I address this? Please advise. Signed, Very Lonely. I'm sorry. 
But you also wrote that third one on an ever after a Cinderella story postcard. And that's a bright spot in this whole moment. So <laughs> that I hope that is stationary. Well, you don't believe that it is. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what she probably wants us to talk about for the next 15 minutes. Stationary, you think, is like letterhead. Why is it called a stationary bike? But you're, there's it's two different there. definitions of stationary. Because it's right there. But there's two Stationary st- refers to your information already being right there. I think you're combining two <laughs> definitions of two different words. <laughs> you think I think stationary is a business card? I don't want I don't Yo. want you to ever know the truth. <laughs> I don't want you to ever know. I do know the truth. Stationary because it's always right there. Like yes. I love how that makes sense in your brain your because you're stationary. Is, your information is stationary. Wait, it's why there. is this not stationary? Well, because that that paper could just get up and walk out of here at any moment. <laughs> There's no information <laughs> placed on it yet. It's just paper. You mean stationary? No. Otherwise, it would be called paper. Here's my question. For, what for what age did she say? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Yep. Did she say we could use her name? VL. VL. Very lonely. Vul. Vul. Yeah. 37? Mm-hmm. I wonder if... I wonder if out of the gate... Because this one, this one is very tough. Yeah, this is a good time for us to remind everybody two things. We are not professionals. At all. We are entertainers. Right. At best. Uh, but I wouldn't we even do, say where we're that. But we do care. And I do consider us both, both to be people... And, and this is the reason you and I are friends, I believe. We are not interested in bullshit with people. Like, get in. Who are you? What are you about? So we have an interest in in people and human nature. Yeah. And and, and we're caring people, and I consider us nice guys. And also this letter was chosen because it greatly intrigues us. Right. This is such an interesting... When it's this level of interest, the most interesting letters to me, and it's ironic for a podcast, but they're almost the ones that you don't know how to talk about them. Yeah. Because you're almost like, "Ah, I don't know... I, so I, I think the way to approach this is the point blank question that she asked us. Um, okay, that's where we start. Okay. Also, um, can I say one last thing? I sorry, don't I'm know sorry. If I I, want I'll you give it right to. back. All right. Uh, I had recently had someone say stuff to me like, "I know some of your letters you get are tricky, but don't worry about answering because they asked you." So yeah, we're not professionals or anything, but we're gonna give her a shot because you asked us. Damn, I'm I'm the one who told you that. Really? Yeah. Let me write that down on my stationery. <laughs> Rory told me this. I didn't tell you that. I don't want to take credit. Um, here's what I think. What was the question she specifically asked us? Mm, which one? Would this be a turn off? There was something around two of three. Around two of three, I think. Okay. Uh, I'm looking for a question mark. I don't see one I I, I don't know what that is. I wonder if like... Is a complete lack of to- is a complete and total lack of romantic sexual history a turnoff? That's See, her I, first one. I don't think that's a turnoff for me. I don't think it's a turnoff for me. If someone's like, "Oh, I don't really have a sexual history," that doesn't mean they don't want a sexual future. If someone said they don't that's want a, a sexual point. future, I would go, "Oh, well, I am turned off," and yeah, and I'm only turned off because point. we're not compatible. Right. Because I do want a sexual future. Yeah. But not having a sexual history to me doesn't change the direction that you could go. And there's varying levels of like, you know, I, I think when people do like sexual stuff, you are looking for, you know, it's pleasure. It's sure. pleasure and it, it doesn't have Hopefully. to be love. It can be love. It can be fun. It, it could just be, be lust. lust. Exactly. And if it's if it's those things, it may be tricky, I think, at the beginning. I mean, let's just say, let's say starting tomorrow, you know, she was involved in a relationship that, you know, was sexual. Mm-hmm. Um it might be tricky at the beginning because you're, it's new to you mm-hmm. and you're learning it, but it, it's also been new to everybody at one point or another, and right. you just kind of figure out how it works. It's like learning a game or learn. It's like learning anything. Mm-hmm. You're 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 figuring out what you like and how how you do it and how you like to do it, and then you know with that partner you kind of find that middle ground of how you you know what fun you like to have. You right. know, some people are different levels sure i could see i I, i'm in in a in a very real world there are people that would be a turnoff they want to like hook up and they want maybe a more lustful situation so they want someone who's like you know coming at them right and like knows their shit right sure 
Sure. But if we're talking specifically about me and I think many other men, I don't think it's a turnoff at all. I think it. I would only be turned off if there wasn't a sexual spark right. or like any and sexual energy said, like, at all. Because her uh, very lonely's last question here. She says, "What red flags does it raise in your minds?" And I'm I'm trying to think of the scenario that I if I'm on a if I was on a date with somebody, and they said, "Hey, just so you know, I'm a virgin." Uh, first date, maybe third date, whatever. Um, Did she say she also hasn't ever kissed somebody? Not only that, and I don't mean that to be rude. I just I want uh, make sure Rory remembers all of it because it's easier. I have the letter. Uh, not just that. I have never been on a date. I've never kissed anyone. Nobody ever has ever asked me out or asked me to dance or responded positively to my romantic overtures. Yeah. That's – were you going to say something before I asked? I was just going to say – I keep trying to think of what I would do if somebody said that to me. And it, I don't think it would raise a red flag for me. It would raise questions for me. Because I would generally be like – is I would first say, okay, is there a reason for that? Like – if that person says, yeah, I don't enjoy sex, it's not something I want in my right. life, then I'd be like, oh, yeah, we're probably not Maybe I'm out. saving myself. Sure. Or I don't enjoy it. Right. Or, but also they wouldn't know. Right. There's also fear. Intimate contact I, raise, with people. What I'm just trying to say is it would raise more questions than yeah. it would flags. Yeah. Intimacy is terrifying, and I feel like as a man I'm fully qualified to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think uh, – Rife with fear. Yeah. But I also think this is the, – the, there's bigger stuff here. I'm I'm going to interpret personally the fact that this letter was sent that she is saying uh, that she wants these things. Otherwise, she wouldn't go to a therapist for I agree. it. And kudos to her for doing that. It, it, absolutely. To, to spot something that you want or you want to change or grow or figure out, like great to, to dive in to, to figure out how to do it. There's a lot of people who don't do that. Um, I would say that she wants those things. I'm going to just hypothetically assume she has a sexual drive and a sexual energy. Yeah, she said she said she's given out romantic overtures. Yeah, I think I think all that that is there. So now it's this this uh, this one thing that I can't really speak to is sort of this modern day of connecting with someone and right. how to do it because I feel like the playing field is so different than what it used to be. I think now people. You know, I, I don't know if people are like, oh yeah, we met at a bar. Like, sure, that obviously still happens, but I don't know. I don't know the world of dating digitally. I don't right. know like apps, dating apps, that stuff. Like, right. I all that I missed uh, all of that. So I couldn't say, I couldn't say what it is. And I, I'm someone who doesn't have any game. I'm not a guy who ever has had the ability to like uh, confidently and effectively like hit on someone. I don't really. I've well, never been like that. I've always been like, oh yeah, I understand that. I don't want someone to think I'm a creep or if I'm right. or I'm too much or right. this or that. Not that I haven't, you know, maybe been those that type of person without being aware of it, but I'm just not that guy. I'm just not aggressive. I don't like go, oh, I, I think she's attractive. I'm gonna go talk to her. Like right. I'm just not like that at all. I'm just like, I'll sit back and maybe if she likes me, then I'll if someone comes and says that she likes me, then I'll pursue her. <laughs> I get that. Um, so, yeah, I can't uh, – I, I would say to that regard, uh, maybe similar, but I, I don't know what the – I couldn't say what the bigger picture is as to if it's where you're trying to meet people to spark something like this sure. or how you're doing it. Uh, not Without knowing all that information, it's harder for me to, like – kind of pinpoint right. what I think the issue could be. And then at the same time, what's to say that I'm <laughs> right about what the issue is anyways? Yeah. I think too, like be able to be honest with yourself about what, what, what you're going for. Are you looking for a significant person in your life to be a person you're romantic with? And, and that is totally fine. Yeah. There's, there's literally nothing there. You can't find a thing wrong with that endeavor, but, uh, but except that, that's going to be a little bit harder to find than somebody who just wants to fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if you're saying, like, I'm 37 years old, I'd like to have a romantic relationship with a person, don't beat yourself up if that seems to be a little hard to find. Because for a lot of people, 
who have already had sex, that's still kind of hard to find. Sure. So give give yourself some credence there. I want to run through, and let's just speed around our answers to Do these we questions. Think Vla wants to just straight up fuck. No. All right. If you made me put to it, I would say she. I would assume, and like I said, come on, guys, just give me some benefit of the doubt. I'm just assuming here. And I know people are like, I don't like that she, it's so hard. Just straight up fuck. I don't like that. For, I'm, that is. Sorry. That's, I, can't, I can't even apologize. That's right. how I talk, and that's how I am. That's how I, when someone's like. Oh, I'm not sorry for saying it. I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah, I am, I'm, I'm also sorry for all of you. <laughs> uh, I think that she's probably at a point in her life where she would like to have had sex by now. Yes. But, she, but the Definitely sex she's going to have. She wants to matter. Yeah, I That's would say if would you guess. have a fear of if you have a fear of not having experience, like let's say tomorrow you went into the situation. I think it's totally fine that you have a fear of wondering what it's all going to be like and lack of experience. But I I would say going back to the original question, you know, for someone like me, uh, your lack of experience wouldn't be a turnoff uh, for right. me. It also wouldn't be something I was like excited about. I wouldn't well, be like, I'm going to conquer you, which right. sounds so, so weird. Yeah, but be leery of those people too. Yeah. I would be weary of conquerors. Yeah. <laughs> Just a you conqueror know, that's a good in rule general. For, yeah. The uh, world for all of things. <laughs> Anyone who's like, I'm a conqueror. It's like, uh, all right. <laughs> okay. Let's go through these. Ready? Let's just, just try to do it fast. Not that we don't care, but I just want to do them all. Uh, is complete and total lack of romantic sexual history a turnoff? No. No. I will say a complete and total lack of sexual, like drive. Yes, is a turnoff. Of course, I don't. You haven't done it. For I don't me. care. Do yeah, you yeah. want to do it? Yeah, that's what I'm interested in. Uh, is it a significant concern? We've already answered. Is it a game changer uh, that they haven't had? I don't think so. Here's why I don't think so. If let's say like she is just so much like fun and super compelled. I'm putting me in this situation. Yeah, 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 like yeah. I want to date with her, and I'm like, oh my god, like we're hitting it off. Yes. This is great. The yes. conversations are good. I like her personality. I'm. Get, I feel like she's maybe liking me. We're we have common interests, but all the things that you're kind of hoping right. for. If all of that is there, and I'm like, oh man, this is so great. We're we're definitely going to be dating. Like right. you can kind of feel it. Right. If she were to be like, well, I've never had sex before. I, there's no part of me that that would be a game changer. I would be like, yeah, okay, great. Right. Because See, even when you just that said that, my head thought, my response would be like, are you cool with having sex? Yeah, exactly. Is it a thing of like, you don't want it? Yeah. Or you're, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying I've never had it. So yeah. us getting to like, there might just be a little bit of training wheels. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, are we yeah. doing training wheels with the event of eventually mountain biking? <laughs> Wait, you don't mountain bike with training wheels? You do? Maybe I have weird sex. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, but you're there's a like, yeah, hey, let's uh let's get in the pool and uh then and we'll swim. learn how to swim and then we'll just have a great time. And in the then pool. we'll play sharks and minnows, which is truly what sex is. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Try to get to the other side. A fun challenge. Uh don't it is not a fun challenge, and stay away from people who think of you as a fun challenge. Yeah. In, on any level. Yeah, that's a weird psychological thing. I would stay away from anyone. Yeah. I is think it, I almost repeated exactly what DVK just said. <laughs> is it lame? No, it's not lame. Am I a freak? You are not a freak. You are unique. You 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 have a set of circumstances that aren't normal, but that doesn't you're not a freak. Yeah. There's also By yeah, you're means. definitely not a freak. And also you couldn't even really truly say how uh and I mean this in a positive way, but you truly couldn't know how genuinely unique this actually is. I mean, you right. might there could be a whole lot of people that are in this exact same yeah. position. You may find yourself, um, you know, with a guy on a date with a guy, and be like, "Oh, I, uh, oh, he, he might be like, oh yeah, I've no, I've also never had sex. Sure, it's not that's not crazy. I would be and very lonely. Like gets up from the table and walks and she away. She goes, ugh. <laughs> And then she's the judgmental one. Right. And she's right. like, lame. lame. And then you... right when she says lame, a mariachi band is like coming in. Flame. <laughs> Flame and just ready to rock. Uh, the last two, Does it raise, what red flags does it raise in your mind? None. It just raises questions. So I just want to see. Because some people yeah. could be like, well, you've never had sex. Like, no, I actually was a victim of some sexual trauma. And I'm not saying this hurt, it hurt at all. Right, right, right. But somebody could but it say, is a possibility. I, had a, I was a victim of sexual trauma at a young age, so it's been hard for me to uh, want to engage in that. Yeah. And when all the times in life where people were kind of like 
having their best four years of their life in college. <laughs> I wasn't doing that for those reasons, so I kind of yeah. now I'm on a different set of you know rules or playing field. Right. Yeah. And I'd yeah. be like, oh well, how are you? Then I would just be like, well, how are you now? Yeah. Is it something that you're? And there's nothing wrong if the answer is like, no, I still don't think I'm ready for it. But that just means we aren't compatible, and that's okay. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. The with last that. thing, how do I address this? Uh, you put your home, like on the letter. You would put you where you live. For oh, she, wait, is she saying how do I address? <laughs> yeah, fucking around. Uh, uh, well, it's just because you don't know where stationery is. I was like, oh, shut maybe this up, is real. Rory. I do. What if you found out I'm right? Then I'll tell. I'll make an announcement to the world. Okay, good. Uh, how do I address this? Please advise. I think you are addressing it. And if you mean how do I address it to a person, be forthright. Wait till you have a connection with them, but not so long that they're wondering what's going on. Yeah. So second date, early third date, yeah. be like, I'm really digging you. I really like you. I just want you to know this about me. It's not an issue for me. I hope it's not for you. If it is an issue for you, be honest with that too. Be like, I really like you. You really like me. Uh, here's I'm not really being weird. Here's an issue I have. Own yeah, up yeah. to it, whatever it is. Yeah. That's all you do. Yeah, yeah, Be up front. Yeah. If the person's worth your time, guess what? They'll be worth your time. Yeah. Anything else? You feel good? I feel really great. Um, I do too. So this uh, Audible stationery, I just want to say we hope that uh, we hope that this helped you out. Sincerely. Daniel Van Kirk. And Maurice Cole. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.